I'm Harleen and welcome to Finding Sanity, Episode 5, brought to you by Simply Smart. Simply Smart is in the business of creating the artists, leaders, entrepreneurs, and athletes of tomorrow. In this podcast, I share how I kept my sanity, managing a company, children, and my relationship. Don't forget to check us out at simplysmartchildcare.com. Just a disclaimer, the views expressed in this podcast are mine and not that of any company or brand I associate with. In this episode, I share a very important aspect of parenting and how parents deal with their child's sexual orientation. If you are enjoying this podcast, don't forget to subscribe and share. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Let's talk about sex. In 1991, an all-female group, Salt and Pepper, released this song. Well, how many parents would be comfortable talking about sex with their children? Not many. The degree of comfort discussing sex or sexual orientation will depend on countries and nationalities. I personally grew up in India and it was a complete no-go zone. Parents did not talk to their kids about anything to do with sex or sexual orientation, except hmm, focus on your studies and don't sleep with anyone unless you're married to them. It is the second most populated country in the world, though. What an irony. The most transformative years of children are between 13 to 18 years, when they are figuring out their sexual orientation and their bodies and what they're supposed to feel, what's right and what's wrong. Our moral values are a result of our upbringing, which is done by our parents, yet they don't want to talk about it. Kohlberg and Piaget are one of the first individuals to help us understand moral development from childhood to adulthood. Parents and their upbringing has a lot to do with it. It has a lot to do with how a child feels about themselves and their peers through their formative years. Scientifically, humans can be heterosexual, homosexual, or bisexual. This was a lesson I had to learn. People often get confused with what is natural and unnatural. Let me clarify first. It's all natural. Heterosexual is when you're just attracted to the opposite sex. Homo is when you're attracted to the same sex. And bisexual is when you're attracted to both sexes. It's that simple. It is important for us parents to understand the difference. I know my daughter had a conversation with me about her being bisexual and I had to read and understand what that meant since I was never given the information growing up. There are parents who put their child through something called conversion therapy. I I wasn't aware of that either. It's where there are steps taken to make a person not attracted to the same sex. I can't even believe it exists. There's no scientific evidence to this. It does not change someone's sexual orientation or gender identity based on information available out there. But it can worsen the feeling of anxiety and non-acceptance and lower self-esteem. It can lead to depression. As parents, we have to decide. We have to have these important conversations with our children through their formative years or they get the information from their peers. 
Now, mind you, if you can't, it's okay. Get a close friend or family member that your child bonds with to have such a conversation. We need to support our children or find ways to support and educate them safely. It's much healthier and better for a child to learn about sex and what to avoid from their parents than get inaccurate information from their friends and peers who are as naive as they are. Let's now see how one parent supported their child's sexual orientation and what advice she's got for us today. with me Parm, a dear friend, a wife, a mother, and a psychotherapist. She has provided mindfulness counseling for South Asian cultural issues, grief, stress, chronic pain for years. She has had a dynamic career as a clinical consultant, program development, and in community mental health. She shares with us her experience when one of her sons, Kabir, told her and her husband he was gay. Kabir, has had an exciting career as a cruise director and has also launched his company Riding the Waves Creative, where he's a creative director for advertising, video editing, and logo and website development. So if you guys ever need any of that, you can contact him. He has given his mother permission to share his story. Listen to his podcast, Keeping Afloat, to find out more about his journey on a cruise ship. Now, let's chat with Parm. Hello, Harleen. How are you? Good. Thank you so much for joining us today on Finding Sanity on episode five. Um, We are actually here to pick your brain and your experiences with uh, your life and your children and uh, see what we can learn from you today. My pleasure. So, um, Parm, you have two sons? I do. And uh, how old are they? Kabir is 25. And uh, the younger one, Amir, is 19. And how and when, I think, you know, in terms of, so you've actually gone through all the teenage years, you know, the growing up years, and, you know, they kind of ending to, I mean, they're adults, obviously, mm. and mm-hmm. now they're, you know, one of them is in his 20s. So um, tell me about when your children are in those years, you know, teenage years, and figuring out their sexuality and sexual orientation. And you know, in today's day and age, um, you know, you know, we are a very open society in how we accept things, how we move with things, and how choices, everybody has a choice. And it's, it's very important as parents for us to see and learn mm-hmm. how to manage um, or support or help our children feel comfortable in who they really are mm-hmm. instead of being pretentious and being in a space where they're not happy because as parents we really want to see our children happy so tell me about how you learned um, in those years and how you figured out uh, you know in terms of your children what made them happy in terms of their sexuality and their sexual orientation and if there is anything to share with us Sure. So I am, um, well, let me say, I am a South Asian mom, grew up here for, I'm going to say the last 50 years, but coming from a traditional Indian Sikh um, conservative family. So I have a son, Kabir, um, he's gay. 
and uh, I just want to preface that everything that I'm talking about here is with his permission. So everything that um, will be discussed, Kabir knows, and part of what I need to put out there is, again, how how do you take care of your children? You show them respect. And one of the ways to show them respect, of course, is it's his story. So before I even had to uh, agree to this, um, speaking about this interview, uh, the first thing I did was approach him and say, hey, this is what's being asked of me. Is it okay with you? So one of the first things, um, I know one of your questions was, well, when did I figure out, how did I learn that? you know, Kabir, my older son, was gay. And to be honest with you, he came up to us. He was about 14 years old and we were watching TV. He sat us down and he said, Mom and Dad, I have something to tell you. And he said, I think I'm bi. So I guess for us, you know, figuring out how am I going to support this person or this, this child of mine who feels different um how how what's my role here how do i support him and i guess that's what came up uh that's how he told us and so i'm gonna i'm gonna interject there really quickly because i do want to point out that um i really admire the relationship that both of you had with him that he was able to sit in front of you and say that Mm -hmm. how many children in our community will be able to sit very honestly with their parents and share that kind of information, right? So sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I wanted to highlight that for the listeners, that that to me is a huge milestone in itself. So, you know, Harleen, I think even more importantly, I think when somebody's coming out, it takes tremendous courage, tremendous courage to say those words. And uh, I think we feel very fortunate that, you know, people coming out, they don't come out until much later. They might even have a full life and be married with children before they're able to to come out with this. And for us, it was part of being on his journey with him, which I think for us was so um, important. And I think, you know, the fact that he trusted us, I really cherish that too, because it was, it was really special. It's really special to be able to be part of something that's so, um, at the core of somebody's being. Yeah. So, um, now your relationship with your children, like I said, obviously there's something telling there where he was able to Mm -hmm. sit and share information with you very openly and honestly. Um, do you want to highlight like the kind of relationship that you shared with your children as you were raising them? How did you ensure that you built that relationship that they would be able to discuss everything with you? Are, are there some steps yeah. you took as a mom? Harleen, I, I can tell you this. Um, when I look at my children, and I had to make a conscious effort for this, I see them as um, two beautiful young individual beings that I don't see anybody else when I see them. When I look at them, when I look at their goals, when I look at what's important for them, I really put everything and everyone aside and all I see is my children. And part of that means letting go of what expectations other people in the community might have of them 
and you know I think um, whether that's uh, grandparents or other community at large or teachers I just block all that out and I just look at what's important for my children and I think you know we talk a lot I would tell you that's one of the core things is you have to show interest in your child. If you self-esteem and good confidence, all of that is built by instilling in them that they're important, that what they're doing, that what they're saying, that what they're feeling is important. And how do you show that? It's mindful presence and awareness. Um, you show that by listening. It's really important to listen to your child. A lot of people, we're, you know, we're good talkers. Uh, we're not good listeners. If you really want a good relationship with anyone, especially your children, you have to learn to listen to them. You have yeah. to listen to them. Yeah. So, um, how did your family then react to a situation like that? I, and I mean, like, your close family, so your parents, your husband's parents, mm -hmm. um, or siblings, um, because given, you know, is your, your family and you talked about how, you know, it's South Asian and it's, it's, mm -hmm. it's kind of, you know, a lot of us come from old school families. So how was their reaction to it? So, you know, this was Kabir's story. And when he told us, we let him when he was ready and he wanted to tell people it was his story to tell and it's still his story to tell in fact even with his younger brother his brother's six years younger than him and we didn't tell Amir we told Kabir when he's ready he can share that with uh, Amir the younger one and what we decided was we will let Amir ask the questions and I think um, he must have been 12 the younger one and he kind of said mom I think Kabir is gay is he gay and I just said to him I was in the kitchen I remember this he came up to me I was probably cooking something and he said mom I gotta ask you something and I just said you know what Amir that's a great question why don't you go ask your brother and Kabir has been waiting for this question and as soon as he said he asked him he goes yes I am and uh, I want you to know this yes I'm gay and so they had their conversation so it was his story to tell same with the extended family you know the people that were important whether it was um, his aunts and uncles he was able to tell them themselves some people he asked me to tell and I'll tell you the response was amazing it was what you would expect and partly what I would recommend is that when you need to tell this when you need to say this to people in your family you need to tell people that you know are going to be supporting you first go to the people whom you know will support you because it's a really difficult thing for for someone to share and you want it to be a positive one so that they can build on that confidence and then tell people other people that they want to share it with so the more important person that I wanted to know from the the, the older generation was my father and I've got to hand it to him you know we um, I still remember when we told him we were on a cruise and we took him on this cruise and Kabir was on the cruise and um, I said dad we're in the cabin on our own and everyone else was out and I said to him I said you know dad there's something I got to tell you about Kabir so we're talking about a man who's close to 80 years old now, right? <laughs> close to 80 year old man in the Indian community who um, probably 
anyways, I, I just said to him, I said, Dad, I need you to know, know that Kabir is gay. I don't even have the Punjabi words to say. That. I don't. I, I don't either. Know. That's so why, that's the thing. so I, I just said, he's gay. He and say. he said, what? And I said, he's gay. And he goes, what does that mean? I said, Dad, he, he's, he's going to be with other men. And um, he was very quiet. He was quiet for a few days. So I just left him with that news. And he wasn't prepared for that or anything like that. And, you know, he, he, was, um, he had his own cabin. So he was in his own room for a couple of days. And then he came out of the cabin a few days later. And he just went to Kabir, gave him a big hug and said, you're our grandson. We love you. Yeah. It's beautiful, isn't it? It. I cannot imagine my mum ever, uh, you know, what her reaction would be. Similar age, yeah. um, she's 71, 72, and, um, you know, I, my kids are still young, so it depends um, what the future is going to hold, but um, I totally understand where you're coming from, because actually you don't know how they're going to react, you have no idea, yeah. and a lot of the times they don't, sometimes don't understand, so I can totally understand the question as well, which is, what do you mean? What do you mean? Um, what is that? I know my mom in passing has asked me the questions a number of times, just in general. You know, what do you mean uh, when a woman is, you know, gay or lesbian, however you want to phrase it? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I've had to kind of explain to her, you know, they're interested in girls and um, she has a hard time understanding um, what that means. So, um, but that's good though, right? Like, and I think that approach is great, which is go to the people you know who are going to support you. Mm -hmm. And to me, anyways, people who care will support. So that's a good indicator of yeah. who are the people who truly care about your happiness. Because at mm -hmm. the end of the day, it does not really matter who you like or who you want to be with. The question really is that the people who love you will stand by you no matter what. Yeah, so for for my dad, it was important for, for me to have him hear this from us mm -hmm. as opposed to someone else in the community. And I have to I have to say, you know, it's not easy to walk the talk. And this is a man mm -hmm. who's wise, who's religious, who's, you know, insightful and soulful. And I think with something like that, he really proved it. He really did. I mean, to expect somebody at that age to understand or to be accepting of it is pretty impressive. It is. So, very... you know, chops to him and, you know, it never came up after that. What I did do to educate him on this cruise, and probably he never paid attention to this before, I pointed out couples that I saw who were probably gay. And I said, look, dad, that's a gay couple. Yeah. Look, dad, that's an older gay couple. Yeah. Right. And for that, it kind of normalized him. And then he came home and he had questions for my husband. So whatever questions he had with my husband, I don't know. Yeah. But he did have questions. So it's good. He's curious. He was interested. Yeah. He wanted to educate himself. And, um, you know, non-judgment. That's pretty amazing. So yeah, pretty that's pretty impressive. That. Um, and now let's talk about the community. Right. So what did you... Wow. <laughs> Um, you know, to be honest with you, I mean, I think we're very fortunate people because we have not had a negative reaction about Kabir being gay in our own community. And the people who needed to know the immediate family, they know. There's a whole slew of people who know that, who've never really approached us to talk Which is about great, it. Because it really is and, none of their business to begin with. Right. And it's very mainstream. So, you know, he's he's 
he's so social and he's so involved with the extended family, as you know. I know. And he is kind of like larger than life for the joy of the party. So yeah. everybody kind of knows, everybody knows him, everybody's accepting of him. We haven't had any comments, but I can tell you it's a problem in the community. Yes. And that I can tell you, you know, I don't, when, I don't know anyone who is openly gay in our circle. I didn't know Me anyone. Neither. Yeah, Me so, neither. So, so I pretty much think that, um, and and uh, you know, you've kind of touched on it, and I'll touch on it as well. As far as the community is concerned, I think our community is so focused on being pretentious that a lot of the times they actually don't understand what's important, and that's why you will see. And I, I've observed this for the longest time. A lot of the relationships they love to have parties and they love to meet but they're all very frivolous. They talk about how things are going, but really they don't want to know how things are going. Um, and when they do know, there's a complete lack of support sometimes. Mm-hmm. So actually a lot of people, mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but for me, um, the number of people that I'm close to has shrunk over the years because those are the people that truly care, that I feel are a support group. Mm-hmm. And I like to call them um, my tribe because I feel we're like-minded in individuals who can support each other through different phases of life mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. versus the larger community, right? Because it comes into the subculture mm-hmm. um, versus the culture because our culture is rich, right? Mm-hmm. Our culture is beautiful, mm-hmm. but I think our subculture highlights some of the community issues of, you know, even when you see what's going on in India, when you see what's going on in Bollywood and the rate of suicide and the rate of depression, you see it's because people don't support each other more. Um, and the direction it needs to move to Mm -hmm. in the future. So, I think the problem, one of the hugest, the biggest issues in our community is shame. Yes. And shame is about uh, being different. It's about not following the rules that are set up for you according to society. Grow up, get a job, get married, have kids, support your family, and... You know, by the time you're older, the expectation is, okay, when are you going to get married? When you got married, mm-hmm. when are you going to have a child? So the only thing I can tell you with, with regards to parenting Kabir, I do remember, and this is not about him being gay, this was just about an extended family member saying in front of me, and Kabir's right there, he's right there too, she turned to me and said, when is, and Kabir's, um, so if you don't know, he's a cruise director, mm-hmm. and uh, he's the youngest cruise director. He went to um, an arts high school for vocals, so he's a good singer. And then he did journalism at Sheridan College, so he's a journalist. And he combined those two passions, and he's a successful cruise director. Mm-hmm. So he's been doing this. And he's this. an awesome personality. Yeah, and so he's, he's been on the high seas. He's yeah. very driven, very goal-oriented, and he started very off as charismatic. A, as an activity manager, worked his yeah. way up to cruise director. So what the message that I got a few years into this, and he's away, you know, he's on contract. And while he was back, one of the extended family members turned to me while he's in the room and said, when is Kabir going to come here and get a real job and get married? Oh my God. And so <laughs> I turned around to that person and said, Kabir is right here. He can speak for himself. Oh, and my dear God. he will, he's doing very well 
with what he's doing. That is his career. And as far as relationships go, when he's ready to get married, he will get married. Yeah. It really is not my business or your business. Yeah, for that And matter. as a result, I think I... I don't get too many of those questions. Yeah, <laughs> because but I'm know known I'm to surprised. give an answer. I mean, but I'm not surprised. Yeah, I'm known to give it an is answer. very. Everybody's very interested in being in the box, right? And I call this this perfect shape box that that has been made for every individual, like mm-hmm. you mentioned, where you have a certain sequence of events in your life, and everybody follows the same sequence. Everybody follows the same pattern, and mm-hmm. if you're not in that pattern, mm-hmm. you're an outcast. Right? So, Kabir's pattern, my pattern, where, you know, I went through the divorce, these are all patterns. We are misfits because we don't follow the pattern, right? I don't follow the pattern, so I hear it all the time. You know, I I never see that as a misfit, Harleen. I see that as a trailblazer. (laughs) I love to think of myself as that, to be honest, and I know Kabir does as well because I know him pretty well. Um, But uh, this highlights kind of where we as a community need to move and, and yeah. where we need to grow as individuals and as humans because I think humanity involves embracing differences. Right? So, yeah, and you guys you guys are true trailblazers. It's very easy for me. I'm conservative. I got married. I got married to a physician. I myself have some masters. I'm a registered <laughs> psychotherapist. I'm a psychotherapist. I have two boys. So, you the know, I'm, I'm more conservative, you know. I'm, on the outside, I'm very conservative, but I... I love trailblazers and I'm so blessed. I'm glad that Kabir was born to me. Yeah. That, you know, I could could do something very special with making sure that he has a full life and he has access to everything that everybody else does. Absolutely. And there's no reason not to. I mean, I believe that it does not really matter. Um, This is just, um, you know, um, a part of... uh, you know how the community and humanity has to move and and it's across the board i mean like i talked to you before about it it's it's not just south asians i think it's it's um it's across different communities where people need to accept and embrace differences and understand that um you know everybody there are different things that make different people happy mm-hmm. and uh, we need to let people be and be happy in their own lives because our lives are short. Um, one of the things that, that I know I wanted to touch on as well is, and I think you already did, is how did this bring you guys, you know, closer? How did it impact you as a family? Mm-hmm. Um, did it teach you something about each other? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, Harleen, I, I think the foundations of uh, respect, individuality, um, those kind of principles are really strong in our relationships. I, I'm so blessed. I have such a wonderful relationship with Jed, and I, I couldn't imagine, you know, how lucky I am. I really am blessed. And that foundation really does give a solid foundation to the children too. So, so I have this thing. You know, we say that we, you know, I live in this three thousand square foot house, and we end up on my the bedroom bed. You know, this ten by ten bed, yeah. uh, very often where everybody kind of just plops down at night, and um, we can just share for hours. And it's really nice. So, I think in that way, did it bring us closer? I don't know if that particular issue brought us closer, but it certainly, 
I, I don't think so. I think we're pretty close. And yeah. I think we spend a lot of time together. And because of that, we're close. But I think that him being gay has given us an opportunity to really challenge our preconceived notions, right? Yeah. And how do I bring diversity and inclusivity and... Um, how do I bring that? How do I really deliver that to my child? Because I, I never imagined to be the mother of a gay child. I, I just thought, you know, I'm going to have kids. I'm going to see them get married in the traditional way and they're going to grow up and this is their life. So I think parents need to really examine their preconceived ideas and we need to really challenge ourselves before we can be a good solid foundation for our kids. We need to know that what's important here is the child, not us. Yeah. And in our community, a lot of, and I see this everywhere, I wouldn't even say in our community, but you know, I think sometimes we look up to grown-ups and we think in our, you know, our elders, we need to respect them because they're more wise and knowledgeable. And my experience has, has been time and time again that I, I just think that we have way more insight yes. and knowledge than what they're telling us yes. and I think blatantly what they're telling us sometimes is so polar opposite to what yes. we need to do yes. so I love what I mean I'm going to interject there for a second because I love what sometimes I have this discussion with my daughter um, quite a bit and there are times that she says something or an adult as we call the adults or the uncles and aunties say something that does not make sense to her and um, she'll tell me like you know I that she should have said something and because I was raised in an environment where I said it's okay you know mm -hmm. you don't want to say this to they're older like you need to respect them and then she looks at me and she and, and she she always says mom you don't I don't have to respect them just because they're older mm -hmm. I need to respect them for what they know or what they can teach me and not because of age because mm -hmm. sometimes and you've touched on this as well they're older but they don't necessarily know more because in fact they have stopped in a time which was a long time ago when the world has come really far mm -hmm. but they haven't kept up yeah, so the, the world moves forward. The world does not move back. And I don't want to hold my kids back for, yeah. for you know, what things were like when, when I was younger. Things have changed so much. So, so on that, I would always tell my kids or I would even tell people, you know, my clients, you always need to separate the behavior from the person. You can respect someone because they're your aunt or your uncle. You don't have to respect what they're saying in that moment. So you tease out what you don't agree with. And, and I think in the South Asian culture, everything is all encompassing. And mm -hmm. respect really means control. Yes. So if you speak or you talk back, it's, it's disrespectful. But really what they're wanting is for you to agree with them and give them full yeah. control or power. Yeah. And we just have to tease out those differences. So you can disagree with someone. You can still respect them, but you can still disagree. And we don't have that separation. Yes. Which is what one of the things that I, I teach people. And that's what, you know, it's, it's, it's important. It's important it in is. anything. It's not all or nothing. Yeah. Right. So what advice would you give to other parents? If you were to summarize, kind of as a parent, if I wanted to learn and some of our listeners, what is some of the key points of advice that you would give for them to deal with different mm -hmm. things, right? Because it's not necessarily one way or the other. And it's not just about... Um, you know sexuality but there is a lot of things with children where we learn mm -hmm. right every child is different every family is different mm -hmm. um, so what is the piece of advice that you would want to give to parents 
You know, one of the biggest things I would tell people is to put your kid first. Okay, we're always putting other people first. We're always putting <laughs> other people, oh, what is so-and-so going to say? What is so-and-so going to say? Block everybody out, listen to your child. Put your child's needs yeah. first. It's it's really hard to do for some for some reason. I, I, I don't know why, but you know, you brought this child into the world regardless of what or who they are. You are responsible for making sure that they are capable, competent, confident people who can meet their goals for whatever it is. So that's one thing I would say, and I would say to educate yourself. There's a lot of information out there if you want to know it. So when Kabir came to us and said, you know, I, I, I think I'm, I'm bi or gay, um, I learned about it. I picked up a book, it was called, I think, Gay and it was etiquette, gay manners. Uh, it was a book I heard about on CBC Radio. It was really good. And in this yeah. book, it basically talked about how to tell someone you're gay, how to receive the news if a child is telling you. There's a lot of information out there. And sometimes the information is not necessarily in books or yeah. online. Educate yourself. Watch shows like Glee. Watch Modern Family. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, a lot of the social nuances are really important. And you, you, and you find them not necessarily in self-help but you'll find them in society. I mean, Ellen DeGeneres, there's, so we didn't have, I didn't have role models in my, yeah. and I remember Barack Obama said this. He said, you know, we are the change we're waiting for. Yes. Right? Yes, always. So I think you have to pick up the torch yeah. and you have to be that change. So that's part of what, what I think is really important is that was my learning curve. So educating yourself, getting connected with the resources, you know, 7% of the population is gay, mm -hmm. but 40% of homelessness, 40% of the youth out there are um, from this minority, are, are gay or yeah. bi or queer. But I actually and feel probably more than 7%, I'm being honest. I think 7% is what we know of, but there are families and people who probably yeah. don't even bother, and like you said, lead, the, lead their lives in whatever mm -hmm. shape or form they can to fit into the box. Yeah, and we do, like anecdotally, I can tell you, I, I saw it firsthand. There's a, a lovely young fellow who definitely, looking back now, you could see the signs that he was definitely not straight, he was gay, and the parents just said, uh, get him married, he'll be fine. Went to India, got married, had a, had a child, and um, after that, discovered that he couldn't live that lifestyle and then finally told his parents he's gay and he's basically excommunicated and now we have um, this you know this mother that's raising this child and um, it it's very very preventable something like that the yeah. answer is not and you're born this way that's the other thing that I would exactly. tell parents that's <laughs> one of the most important things I would say to parents is that you know you don't choose to be gay or no. you don't choose that you're born that way Yes. So if you're born that way, it's not something you can change. And no. we have to really understand that. Yes. And yeah, the no, I think, love, um, love is love. And I will just tell you that if you truly practice, you know, even in, um, where did I write this? You know, we're all created equal. And yes. if you really practice what you preach, practice what you read, um, you know, it's from one light. We're, we all came from one light. Yeah, and I agree. So I think one of the things um, 
you know, I, I totally agree in all of this I agree with, but I'm saying I just want to highlight is learning and growing. And, and to me, that's one thing I want to highlight because at some point, um, you know, I think people stop learning and growing and they think that they know everything, but the world is changing so fast every day and there's so much happening. And I think even right now with COVID-19, something brand new came on the planet and we're all learning about it. Mm-hmm. So it's so important as humans for us to try and learn, learn others' perspective, hear someone's story, put that effort in to um, do your research Mm -hmm. and get the facts before you jump to a conclusion, before you start judging people, before you start judging them for their choices, for their loves, for what they want in life. So let's refrain from that and support each other to build a stronger future and to build a community that's more embracing of all the different people and different lifestyles and different choices um, that are out there. And I think that love is the basis of it and that's what will change the world long term. So thank you so much, Parm, for joining us today. Um, My pleasure, Harlene. And uh, if anybody needs to reach out to me or wants to contact me, I'd be more than happy to be a resource. Absolutely. And pay it forward. Absolutely. Thank you so much for that. So so for our listeners, we will put the details for um, Parm on our website. And uh, you can access and any resources that she passes on, we will put it for you in links. Um, that you can access if you want any more further details on uh, any of this. So thank you and until next time. Thanks, Harleen. Thank you. Such an important topic. To sum it all up, as per Business Insider, as of May 2020, about 68 countries still criminalized homosexuality. For India, the change came with a Supreme Court ruling in September 2018 that decriminalized homosexuality. Even where homosexuality is legal, there are laws in place that make living openly difficult. Following President Trump's military ban, just 19 countries allow transgender people to serve openly in the armed forces. The list can go on and on. Basically, what this means is that we have a long journey ahead of us in closing these gaps and creating equality in all forms. As parents, it is our prime goal to ensure our children can share their thoughts and feelings in a safe environment at home. It is our prime goal to ensure our children can be themselves and don't need to pretend or lead a fake dual life. Let's not be the parents that send our children to conversion therapy. Let's try to learn and use the tools available to us in order to understand sexuality and sexual orientation and have an open, honest relationship with our children. There are many resources available to educate ourselves on this if we want to. As my lovely friend Perm has told me, on a lighter note, watching shows like Modern Family and Glee helps too. I will be adding links to the podcast description for anyone who wants to learn more. Until next time, I hope you find your sanity in loving, listening, and supporting your children through their journey. Goodbye.